Viva Magenta is also a hybrid color, one that comfortably straddles the physical and virtual in our multidimensional world. Who knew this much could be said about a color? But not aggressive, a carmine red that does not boldly dominate, but instead takes a fist in a velvet glove approach. (laughs) What? A fist in a velvet glove approach? (laughs) Exuding dynamicism. Pantone 181750 Viva Magenta is a transformative red tone capable oh. of driving design to create a more positive future. Wow. Now, the writer on that this had is a too much. Day. It's almost too much. Hey, everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain, more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Mace. Welcome to this week's episode where we will be talking or associating off of the topic of uniform. Uniform. Um, but we probably have a spin that's our own particular way we use the word, but it'll be fun to just see what unfolds when we think about the word uniform. How do we dive into this conversation? What's the first step? Uh, well, with the frame, we are curiosity podcast. We're oh. just gonna, <laughs> yes. we're just gonna associate <laughs> the topic as uniform. We're not trying to get to any answer. We're just trying to have fun and be curious around what it is. We're just reminding if you've listened to us for a long time, you're like, we already know that blah, blah, blah. This. But what if this is your first time listening? What if, or what if you were playing this for somebody and you wanted us to say what we are in the front end? And you're like, see, this is what they do. This this is what we were giving. I don't really understand, but um, (laughs) it's what what all podcasts are doing. All podcasts are just sitting around associating, but like, I I guess we're just trying to, (laughs) but if sometimes we're just trying to name it, that's kind of what the, the vibe is. And if you're a longtime listener and just starting to listen, as we come back into the fold, we're starting new things like segments and so we're going to do this topic for 30 minutes around uniform, and then we're going to get to some fun segments like spin the wheel. It's going to be the color wheel. Famous people born today. Famous people born today. And then this week we will also talk about new music because there's been some good releases. I will say I've checked out famous people born today and it's not that interesting, but that's, that's subjective. Opinion. That's subjective. So, so we'll have to see about that. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Uniform. Yeah. Should I start? Yeah, I feel like you are the one that kind of brought this uh, word and your way of approaching the word to my attention. Okay, this so this episode go. is uniform, and then we won't put this in the title, but it's also uh, style part three. Honestly, <laughs> it, it's kind of a, a style fashion We're sneaking episode in a as well. Style part three episode, and I think okay, here comes a thought. Uh, I think after we explain this, I think this would be something that is a quarterly check back in uniform conversation. Okay. Also, I mean, well, there's already too much to talk about. Um, I looked up the definition of uniform and I want to share that later. And then I want to say that if we were, re- if we were becoming a cult, that's no small <laughs> thing. <laughs> and that's something we wanted to do. <laughs> if, if that's what's happening here, then it does seem like making a call to action to all listeners to, to get uniforms. 
But isn't it fun to think that as we, as I explain this to everybody, it's not the same uniform. Everybody gets to choose their own, it but says, that is the spin. uniform, whatever. whatever. Okay. So, okay. So explain the concept. Um, it's funny. Like we've been listening to the Danny Brown podcast. So that's alert, alert burp, 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 recommendation from Scott <laughs> I, uh, with caveats. It might not be everybody's cup of tea, but whenever, whenever Danny Brown starts to get off track and sort of lose himself in a thought, he, he, he just kind of catches himself as like, ah, God damn it. Let me get back. Spend the motherfucking Um, so, okay. Uniform. So we, we enjoy clothes. We enjoy fashion. We enjoy art. We enjoy things. We get curious about things. And I would say for me, we're not going to do style journeys right now, but like I, I have always enjoyed clothes and colors mm-hmm. and all sorts of different designs. And it's just really interesting and um, it's nostalgic. And some of my best memories are of school clothes shopping with my mom. Yeah, I would say some of my most intense dreams. Mm, that's so true for are you. Clothes. Scott has many clothes dreams. And I wish, I wish, I wish I had so much more money for clothes. Yes. I do. Yes. I'm just going to unabashedly say that. And when I was growing up, there was some sort of cultural value. I don't know where it came from. I don't know who I got it from. I, I, I wasn't like an internet influencer or something, but the, I started to pick up that it's not a good look to be wearing the same thing all the time. Like generally, this is a high school rule. From you when want I was a fresh it. outfit every day. and gen- Yeah. And generally you wouldn't want to bring back this, an outfit for like a good three weeks. That's no, how I would say. I, I feel that I felt a pressure, even though I wasn't that invested there, I still felt, I, I don't know where I picked that up, a pressure mm-hmm. to like have a new outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And if I saw someone doing that, there was some judgment and, and I don't, I don't stand by that. Yes. I don't stand by that. I don't yes. want to be like, Scott should have gone around judging his peers in high school for not having the, the, the creativity or the finances or what to, to be rotating their outfits. I mean, honestly, you could probably say I go to bought, gotten better grades if I wasn't so focused on my outfits. <laughs> uh, but um, as adults, uh, just turns out I still don't have endless amounts of money for outfits. And I do think I have a, a, a value emerging that's quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Like I could go fast fashion or whatever yes. and get multiple outfits. Mm-hmm. So this is, I guess, also a sneaky way to pat myself on the back and saying I'm not doing fast fashion. Wow, look at you. You're so a global citizen of the world. Uh, Helping where you can. Okay, so I think, I don't know where the idea of the uniform came from. Yeah, It's a collaborative synchronicity thing that happened between the two of us, I think. As I know, I feel like it kind of emerged, but I feel like you brought it forward. Um, the thing that I can identify the closest where the idea got Tom planted Sachs. in my brain is Tom Sachs. Yeah. Everybody, if you don't know Tom Sachs, he's an artist in New York and he's got like a super fun, quirky sort of Wes Anderson type style vibe. And yeah, I that think would be a good way to describe it. Itself into the collective unconscious or conscious. And cause he also really, he really also influenced like the aesthetics of somebody like Casey Neistat, who are the, who he's friends with on YouTube and stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't have a word for the aesthetics. Wes Anderson is a great reference point. If you're just listening in right now, if you're not Googling it. Yeah, I don't, I don't it's a great reference word. point. Great. It's not great. like literal, but like, anyways, anyways, I read an article in GQ, I think about Tom Sachs. That's how I first started. And it, it's like with, you know, when I start to find a person, so I'm doing Danny Brown right now. I start to get obsessed. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, this Tom Sachs guy. And he really was like to create your art he wants everybody in his studio to have a uniform and he's, he's also designed some really cool Nikes. 
So it's like everybody in his studio, which I think he has like 15 other collaborative artists in his studio. It's cult. like, yeah, a little cult. <laughs> and you know, they have their rituals and their routines and it seems for him that his uniform is jeans, his Nikes that he designed, mm-hmm. um, a white button down shirt, a tie and a like chore coat work jacket. Yeah. And yeah. it's a nice, cool, artsy look. Yeah. And it's every day. It's every day. Yeah. You're going to work. Yep. You're going to the studio. Yep. And I think the mentality is it is a cool look, um, but there's other things to do. We can't be focusing on our outfit every day. So get your outfit on and get to work. You know, there's work to do. I mean, they're very efficient. It's like, it's, I feel like there's an interesting level of like, I don't know. I'm having these thoughts of when we think about creativity and there needing to be probably some kind of balance between frame rigidity, you know, some kind of boundary and freedom and openness. So it's like, there's this Tom Sachs way of kind of creating a frame for creative energy to happen that would not Mm -hmm. be everyone's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that is kind of I feel like for him there's there's a there is an organized impulse in him I mean even in his art it's there so it's like this makes so much sense for him yeah I could not do it being the same thing all the time yeah but I mean maybe because I imagine you working in that place and there's just so much more stimulus coming from the things that they're creating but you, 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 you specifically, I don't know. I mean, right, like you I, can I get like into a cult energy. I, can, I think it's you can true. be like, we're all wearing this together yeah, in the yeah. studio. <laughs> I could, I could, but then I and, think. And I do think you like a clean workspace. In a way, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We all are organized and there's some, that there might be some truth to that, but in my like everyday out on the street fashion, like I want to be a, I want part of my hopes is to be like walking down the street and people be like, Oh, look, yeah. you know, like that's fun. That's we exciting. Get a little noticed, get a little noticed, like be a little like, um, interesting, like yeah. worth, worth now, someone's take, taking a moment. Since, since you've been dabbling around with uniforms, I have noticed a lot of noticing. <laughs> I've noticed you getting noticed and, and people walk by you, like almost have whiplash. Did you see that coat? Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see that person's coat? I mean, we hear it. And sometimes you get stopped and complimented. It's true. Um, it's true. And then I will say everybody, burr, burr, burr. I need, I need, we need to, we need to literally create some sort of sound thing to alert everybody. Trigger warning. Boop, boop. Scott's going to talk about Kanye. Oh no. Yes. All sorts of disclaimers. Everybody <laughs> do not support standby Kanye and, and, it's just a fact. Multiplicity and yeah. in, like inspired. It, it you started to get mentioned with him probably like a year or two ago. I, I would, I, I don't, I can't point to an article. I, I started picking up subliminally that there was some sort of uniform mentality emerging with Kanye. For example, oh yeah, for a long time he was wearing these random boots and they never really caught on it, it, based on my knowledge. Like nobody in the regular world started wearing these Kanye boots, but he was so stubborn about like, this is, no matter what trend or thing is coming out, I'm wearing these big giant rain boots that like almost up to his knees and this seemed to be like the uniform. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's, I don't know. I just find it so fun and interesting and different. And the final thing I'll say about this and then just open up a giant conversation is it's a money saver. Yes. We haven't really explained exactly what it is. Okay. Okay. Now. Yeah. Good shot. Good point. <laughs> now we want to. <laughs> okay. What the heck so, is it? So after okay. all of this, all of this, it's only been 10 minutes. That's not bad. 
essentially what has emerged as a way to work around saving money, mm-hmm. caring about clothes, and then also this idea of not having to overthink but still be able to make a statement mm-hmm. is once a quarter you enter into a new uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, of course, you have your other clothes and you wear other things randomly, but typically if you're going out, if you're doing yeah. something important, if it's, you're probably wearing this maybe a couple days in the week. Yeah. Is the uniform. Yeah, 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 yeah. And therefore, it's your statement for that quarter. You get it in that moment. You have it, you know, that be there. Yeah. So you have that nice fashion moving forward expression, but saving money. Yeah. And you get to pick choice items. Yeah. And it's, there's, there's limits that allow you to really hone in on what you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is beautiful. I mean, it's a little bit like if you said, I, I've heard it said that if, if, if you have uh, more restrictions around a, an art piece or a medium that, that you might end up being a little bit more creative, that too many options kind of destroys or yeah. sabotages the creativity from the get go. Yes. Yes. Uh, like for example, like when it comes to making beats, I know that when hip hop artists were making beats in the early days, they were really limited in, in what they had as resources. Now, I, I find myself it's trying almost it's like too, too much. much. It's you have almost unlimited much. sounds and samples right. and you can do right. anything. I'm like, right. well, <laughs> right. So yeah. Um, no, yeah. it's like really, truly simplified. I mean, I literally, when this new uniform came, I mean, and I'm doing it a little differently than Scott and we'll kind of get into how each of us is doing it. Cause I've come up with my own. We'll see how long this lasts, but fun plan with it. But, uh, I took out certain clothes from my closet I just would not go with yeah. at any of the uniform items so as to just keep it tighter. Yeah. Like wear less clothes. Yeah. You know, this isn't, this isn't the color story of this uniform. Yeah. 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 So, I love that. Yeah. The color story. Mm-hmm. That's an mm-hmm. episode. That's an episode. Uh, yeah. I think also this is how I've been with fashion since forever. And so it's interesting, the older I get, the more I perceive even more stigma around it, whatever you might say. But I remember it's still the same energy of, I think there's something about the uniform that is a quarterly reinvention. Yes, exactly. So there's no sense of like, that's what Scott wears. Right. That's what I wear. I just, no, it's like, Oh, like I think especially like I, I'm, I'm telling more people because mm-hmm. essentially last week was, uh, at one of my jobs, two of my jobs was like the uniform mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unveiling. And I'm like, Welcome to this outfit. You're going yeah. to see this. And I share it. And I think people are like, oh, cool. Like yeah. be, nobody is like in high school. Yeah. Like it's different. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And I think there's something uh, of this is like an, a, a, almost like a, an adult way to participate in it. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. That's, you know, Mace's fit for the, the season. I wonder starter. what Mace's fit will be, yeah. you know, when it's like all of a sudden, welcome to the new fit, you know? And I think now that I've done it, I think I've been doing it for about two years and it's becoming more sort of like real. I think initially it was like, maybe I'm dabbling and I'm like, I really like this. And I think, um, there is a sort of, I, I well, I'll put it this way. Like I remember a Kirby enthusiasm episode where Larry's working on like a play. Mm-hmm. It's the, what is it? It's, it's the one where he gets a fatwa put out on him. <laughs> and I think the place called fatwa, but he's working on the play and there's a, there's a person that's working on the play with him. And, and there's a whole storyline where Larry's like, 
noticing that he wore the same pair of pants two days in a row. Oh. And he brings it up. He's like, those, those are the same pair of pants from yesterday. And the guy's like, why are you paying attention to what pants I'm wearing? No, no, they're not, Larry. And he's like, I think those are the same <laughs> pants. And, he, and you can tell Larry's like judging him for wearing the same pa- pair right, of pants. Right, but that's like... But what's the big deal? I mean, okay, I think that it's more judgeable to... I think most people wear the same pair of pants. Isn't most people just wearing pants and <laughs> washing them like once every two weeks? Right, and I've heard it said that you pants. shouldn't really wash your jeans right. ever, except maybe once a year. And if you're going to wash them, especially if they're fancy jeans, you should you should wash them by freezing them and then <laughs> not putting them in the wash. Like if it's fancy denim. <laughs> I think you told me this once, but it's like shocking. Again. But I don't, I've never really had really fancy expensive denim before. I didn't know. I, I think the most expensive pair of jeans I've ever purchased is probably like $85, yeah. which is also really expensive. But, um, yeah, I think, I think it's really fun. And I will say this too, now that I've been doing it, it zips by. You it get does. the uniform and it you would think, whoa, because I think generally it's like two, two, two months, two and a half months-ish. It's a quarter. So maybe it's, it's like three, three months. It's three-ish. like three months. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, the, but the old, the new uniform starts to slowly get incorporated. And you start to get excited. So like part of it is the, the it's almost like its own cycle. I mean, I'm just starting this and I haven't. It's true. I guess we're in April and this is the uniforms now emerge. It's crazy. This isn't, I don't, I think it's kind of, they emerged like a right around March 21st. I'm already kind of sad to let the old winter uniform go. <laughs> I feel like I just started enjoying it. <laughs> and that's the thing though, is like you can still wear those items and that's, this is like, again, just yeah, like a, you, just, can, you can still wear those items. You do it in a, I think an even more kind of like structured way is what you essentially do is you buy an item a month in preparation in for the yeah. quarter. So Not you kind of blast. like, you don't all just like order it all at once. Yeah. You just kind of slowly buy items. Yeah. I think what makes it special is it kind of, it allows you to really search and get into the fun. I think both of us enjoy like finding, uh, it, it, it hones in on like, Oh, you can go shopping, but you've got one item. So like yeah. really enjoy the process of looking everywhere for the item that yeah. really is the item you want to love and cherish for three months. It almost know? feels like project runway where they're like, okay, here's your assignment. You got to go to the fabric store. Right. People are like running around. Right. It's like, what's, what's okay. Okay. So should we explain our, each oh, yeah, our let's do it. yeah, 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 yeah. Be fun. You start. Okay. Um, okay. So here's my, here's how I'm approaching it and we'll see how long this lasts, okay. but I already almost have a sense that I'm like, I want to do this. So you're going to talk about your approach and, and your actual and my uniform. Okay, exactly. Okay. And maybe we each, I'm, I'm each already could excited do that. to hear this. Um, okay. So my approach and I, I had, I didn't do one really in the winter time, but I did do fall. I Mm -hmm. got essentially this green jacket and this fleece and this pair of pants. And I feel like I really essentially had a uniform with that and had green hair, but it wasn't as tight. Black leather pants. Black black leather pants. Leather pants. Um, uh, But uh, this is my first, I would say, official this is the like, official. I feel like this spring is like truly the first, like, no, it's the head to toe it's planned and it's going to be this majorly the outfit being mm-hmm, worn, mm-hmm. which is I'm going to do where, and are doing, and I'm doing monochromatic uniforms. Yeah. So it's blue right now. Yeah. And it's a specific range of blues. It's like bright sky blue. Yeah. I would say, how would you describe? It's like, they're all different little shades of it, but how would you describe the overall blue sky? 
Story. Um, wow. <laughs> he put you me on, on the spot. spot. <laughs> the overall blue story. I, I don't know. It's, these these pants are a little darker. There's a word that's coming to my mind for that type of blue. Say it. Well, I don't know the word. It's something like cerulean or yeah, something. Yeah, no, I think like, that is. That's a good word for it. Yeah. The pants were a little darker than I was expecting. So I but ordered I like this online. But I think, yeah, it turned out okay. But it's a bright blue. And I'm gonna, we're probably going to post pictures on uh, Instagram of the uniforms. Air Force One Nikes with a blue swoosh and, yep. and I would say neon green laces. Neon green laces, yeah. Even though you've called them yellow. Neon green yellow, yeah. kind of in the middle. Uh, blue, Gosh, listen to these descriptions. Cargo pants that are a cerulean blue yeah um a blue foamy for the microphone a blue foamy for the microphone this is true okay and then my my choice t-shirt and i kind of did get two t-shirts because i also got a white carhartt shirt okay, to okay. have alternatively with you, this you're allowed shirt. to do that yeah you know we're allowed <laughs> to do that and i'll share some other things so i'm choosing colors so that's okay. like that's I, how I'm currently going to approach this. And I'm kind of stoked about it. I'm oh. already like, what's my summer color going to be? I'm debating white, neon yellow, seafoam green. Ooh, seafoam green nice. could be really that's cool for summer. Anyways. Um, uh, and I have to think about my hair. So I'm dyeing my hair, the mm. color that is the color, yeah. but I have to think about where my hair is and yeah. how to get the hair to be that next color. Yeah, yeah. So that's a factor. Okay. It's a really blue cargo pants. Okay, I found this t-shirt and I'm so stoked about it. Yeah. It is a Blue's Clues shirt that is, what would we call this blue? Giant, oh. Uh, sky blue. Sky blue shirt. With bright blue polka dots and a little blue embroidered patch. Of blue. It, of blue. Yeah. From Blue's Clues. Um, Which is ties a lot together. It gives you a lot of permission because... They're, they're already just in the shirt alone is like four variations of blue. Yes, exactly. So. No, I think that's kind of the way I was thinking around it. So I'm like, I want that to feel like that this, like there's, do you want to say, do you want to pause in this little part and say anything about blues clues? I love blues clues. <laughs> that was my favorite show growing up. Uh, that's like, definitely a generational thing. Cause, cause not only did it miss me yeah. miss, in my childhood, it missed my kids. Yeah. My kids no, it is kind of right in the middle. Yeah. You know, I love Blue's Clues. I mean, that Mr. Rogers, when I was a little younger, and then it went into Blue's Clues. I mean, I just probably preschool, mostly. Yeah. I had a Blue's Clues birthday party with the inflatable little couch and notebook oh. and all these things. I just <laughs> love Blue. Um, and I think that I'm, like, having a personal era of, like, re-remembering that time, and it feels mm-hmm. really sweet to actually have this little nostalgic Blue. Um, okay, and then I have a puffer coat, that I'm pretty stoked this about. It's like the the central the centerpiece. Would you call it the centerpiece? Um, I would have. I honestly think the shoes. Okay. Are my I don't I don't know pretty what cool my favorite of it all is, but uh. But this is a this is this is one of those head turners. It I is. Think. This is one of those head turners, and it probably does get the most. It definitely gets the most words about it. Yeah. Uh, and it's dope because this was twenty two dollars. Twenty two dollars. Um, this coat is the same exact coat with a different print as what was my fall coat. So that's also its own fun thing. Um, It is a bright blue puffy coat with little carrots on it. (laughs) Really nicely placed, like not over the top carrots and kind of subtle, but in a way that people go, wait, is that carrots on your coat? And I go, it is carrots. (laughs) And then if they're feeling, if I'm feeling extra spicy, I go, I also have bunnies on my arm. A bunny tattoo. A bunny tattoo. Um, But I love blue and orange. So this is like the perfect way to have blue and orange incorporated. Complimentary colors. And then um, 
finally, I also made necklaces that are part of the uniform. So I like beaded little necklaces and I purposely put lots of shades of blue beads again to also kind of help tie the fact that these are all kind of tones and shades of bright blue. Um, and the message I put on my necklace is you live, you learn, um, inspired by Alanis Morissette. So it's been an, an Alanis Morissette season. It really was leading Jagged to this. Little pill. Jagged little pill. I yeah. really had my, I really had my time with it. Yeah. So we made a little necklace. I got one hand in my pocket. Which, okay. Speaking of that, I also have this little star gem that okay. is like, I kind of am like, this is in my pocket for the season. Okay. This okay. little star gem as a part of the uniform. And I literally am Didn't like one that. hand in my pocket. No, I came wow. up with that this morning and wow. I'm like, I love this. <laughs> I'm adding this to the uniform. <laughs> My nice yeah, little... Yeah, whoa, that you're at... Okay, so that's the thing, is if we invited listeners to <laughs> develop their own uniform, it's also just little things that represent the season. And mm-hmm. you can say, oh, that was that part of that uniform, and nobody knew this, but I had that green gem in my pocket. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <kind> of <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so that's the uniform for me, and I'm kind of stoked. It's like... And it's really nice. Okay, so I also dyed some of my clothes. I, like, got blue dye, yeah. and I dyed a bunch of old t-shirts yeah so i'm also like i've got that that and i already had a pair of blue pants so Mm -hmm. i have two blue pants now so i am using those to incorporate and all their blue items of course now are taking the lead it's kind of like all right blue items to the front blue items uh, come on Um, blue items to the front and i'm kind of stoked about this to the front to the front to the front (laughs) and now i am really thinking about okay this shade of blues was chosen now what's the next color that will go great with this. Yeah, and then I, adding another one that will go great with that. Like really starting to think about, again, building a color story now that I have kind of this, um, I don't know, like this approach, this system, this scaffolding love for it. clothes. You do approach it. Well, I mean, and this is just kind of brand new, but like this color palette thing is like how you're approaching it. And mm-hmm. obviously it's a fun thing for you. And I mean, this is why we're going to spin the color wheel in a second. Like I I was trying to, I was downplaying my own interesting color last week. Like it shows up in my dreams. Like I'm wearing these yellow Crocs Mm because I had a dream about yellow one Mm -hmm. time. And it was like, I mean, I was literally doing what you're doing now in the dream. For some reason I had yellow pants, yellow Crocs and a yellow rain jacket. And I was so pumped in the dream. I woke up and like, oh, that was a cool look. Not that I would actually do that. I wouldn't. But right. neon it, yellow in, is a big option in the yeah, in the dream. I was like really pumped about it. Yeah. Um, all right. Should I explain mine? Yeah. Okay. So I like to, this is you, you and I are slightly different in this way, slightly because in some slightly. ways your clothes are on trend, but not aggressively. And I don't want to be aggressively on trend, whatever that even means. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to somehow say, I'm, I'm, there's a trend that I'm noticing on fashion Instagram or in magazines or walking around the city. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to, I don't think anybody, well, I don't know if anybody wants to copy something verbatim. I don't even know what the ultimate reference point for the copying would be, but I am noticing things that I naturally like. Right. I naturally like. So let me just, so I'll just talk about the current, I'll, I'll, I'll build up the current uniform and I'll talk about what it means to me. Um, so the current is shoes and I'm going to come back to this and they are Doc Martin loafers with tassels, black Doc Martin loafers with tassels. Super cute. Just got them yesterday. I'm super pumped about that. Then it's a pair of black Dickies pants that are a little bit baggier and have like a cutoff. They're, they're kind of ripped at the bottom. Straight leg. Yeah. And so they're pretty simple, just a pair of black Dickies pants, um, 
maybe you could call them khakis, but they're black. Mm-hmm. Then it's a bright red hoodie from Rowing Blazers, which is one of my favorite clothing companies, as we all know. And then over that, it's a like um, vinyl. I don't know what kind of a, a pink coach's jacket from vans and they did a fashion collaboration with an la based men's fashion house called noon goons so it's a cool pink bright bright like i think it's actually like bright magenta technically no it's like hot pink i would say it's like it's kind of barbie pink barbie pink maybe a little shade darker i made a pretty intentional decision this quarter to wear something that for me I've never really done before. I didn't really ever think you could do red and pink together, but oh, we are doing red color and pink combinations. together, it's one of and the it's best. really fun. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. And then are you going to get a hat? I would like a hat, and yeah. that might have to wait till next quarter. Okay. But um, yeah, yeah, you have hats that can I have go other with hats. this. Yeah. So yeah, and in that, and this is it. This is like uh, you kind of because you just bought one item corner. It's like you splurged on a mm-hmm. really nice hoodie mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you're like, but I'm a going nice, to be wearing this hoodie, hoodie. Yeah. every day. Yeah. Yep. And this is the hoodie. for three months for three months. And then you will have it also. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So inspiration. One thing I've been noticing is, well, first of all, it's really a fun season because some of the things that were big when I was in high school in the nineties are coming back when it was the nineties. <laughs> um, and, uh, so that's fun. Now doc Martens were in style for sure. When I was in high school, so this is a throwback with a twist because it wasn't loafers. It was just kind of regular boot Doc Martens. And I had a pair of black low top regular boot Doc Martens. So, so that's a throwback. So all of a sudden I'm like, this is valid because I wore this in high school. Yeah, this and, is valid. It's got to be yeah. valid. Now, having said that, also everybody, heads up, um, problematic person coming through that I'm about to reference, but just part of history is Michael Jackson. And also one of my initial inspirations for all things fashion. And if you look at Michael Jackson, cause this will be part of this uniform. This is kind of what he was always wearing was like black pants that were kind of high water that yeah. would show off his white socks. Yeah. And yeah. I will be wearing white socks with these loafers. I, I will yeah. be wearing those. <laughs> yeah. No, I suggested immediately that you could wear like cute socks and Scott was very adamant that he it's will be socks. wearing white socks. <laughs> and so it's like a Michael Jackson reference, yeah. which is yeah, kind yeah, of fun yeah. because like I've, I've always loved. No, that was like your first fashion inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of Tyler, the creator, because he's been out here wearing these sort of loafers. And that's, I've been loving that. I'm like, I love, I don't. Tyler creator is a good inspiration because he's kind of preppy too. Mm-hmm. Like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But with a little twist. Yeah. Preppy yeah, with yeah. a twist. Yeah. And, um, in terms of the red hoodie and the pink coat, I do like coaches jackets. Spring is a time in Seattle where you need something warm but not too warm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, it's also sort of a head turner in terms of colors and um overall final thoughts on this uniform <laughs> not that you're asking <laughs> final thoughts uh, i would say uh there is something about um constantly challenging yourself because these these loafers are a challenge to me. The colors are slightly challenging. The The fit of the pants are a new type of fit for me. And that's slightly challenging. And I like it. I like to walk around feeling mild discomfort combined with a lot of enjoyment and pride. Yeah. What do you mean by challenging? Like it's like stretching, uh, like uh, you feel a little like, uh, un- like, I uh, think the most provocative journey 
that we could all talk about. Well, let's just do a whole episode. Honestly, let's do a whole series. Mm-hmm. The most, not the most, a, a provocative because you could do shoes too. But like a provocative thing to talk about is jeans. I think if you could track, you could track the story of fashion through the story of jeans. And if you just tracked my story, and I'm just going to fly through this, it's like baggy jeans that was like basically middle school and high school reaching their apex probably in college like work working in fashion at that time uh it was baggy 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 like oh my gosh then somehow it sort of low-key started to become like boot cut in my in my like early 20s mid 20s and then somehow all of a sudden skinny jeans started to no, emerge. Skinny jeans is huge. And I think for me in my journey, maybe I was around 30 at the time. It was an absolute no pushback. Like we are, that's ridiculous. Nobody wears skinny jeans. It's uncomfortable. And then it, it lingers and stays around for so long that eventually you sort of almost by osmosis start to conform. Mm-hmm. And at some point, skinny jeans becomes the norm. And and then there's all these workarounds. People are finding like stretchy skinny jeans. So it doesn't have to be so uncomfortable. And then the moment everybody starts to get on board with that, it starts to slowly shift again. And you're like, wait, are we wearing like bell bottom again or boot cut again or like baggy? And now it's like full on baggy again. Um, and yeah, I, I guess got, maybe pants, not just yeah. jeans, but just pants. And I got so used to skinny jeans going back to baggy feels uncomfortable, but I'm like also telling me myself, well, I wore baggy jeans and actually these are more comfortable. Skinny jeans weren't that comfortable. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting. You've been wearing skinny jeans for years. I feel like I've never known you wearing skinny jeans. I mean, I guess we'd have to say define skinny jeans. Yeah. But I would say that's true. I think another whole thought we're kind of already over time on this. Cause oh. we said 30 minutes, but like one other thought was like, I wonder what the pandemic did to style. Yes. Because I think emerging from the pandemic, skinny jeans almost that that washed it out. That that, that I think cleared skinny the jeans decks. haven't been worn for years and years and no, no, years no, 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 and no. years. No, if you walk around town, that's the thing. Adults at some point get frozen in time. We're both adults, but like forty yeah. year olds, thirty year olds get frozen in time. Like anybody that's my peer yeah. is kind of stuck on skinny jeans. I guess now. I haven't thought of wearing a skinny jean since I was 20 years old. Yeah. So like most of, I would ago. say a lot of our friends are still out here doing skinny jeans. Yeah. I won't say any names cause I don't want to call anybody out, but also, Hey, also look, like if you're wearing skinny, skinny jeans, jeans like, I'm not, no, I'm just, no, I'm not saying anything bad about it. <laughs> I'm not roasting anybody wearing skinny jeans. Um, I'm just, I'm just noticing that it's really, it's not. Well, and it may come back in as yeah. it's coming out. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting, who's to say, but I think it's more pants. Cause I feel like jeans are less, I don't even know what in is, but I'm pants. like, I don't want to wear, I don't want to be wearing denim on my legs. Oh God. I mean, jeans. I might wear jeans, I might wear jeans, uh, shorts and maybe one day I would like a light wash boot cut jean with holes in them. I would consider well, I would say this. There's a funny, everybody can just go Google it if you're interested, if you're the type that's listening to a podcast and you pause it and go Google something. But there's like sort of a famous uh, roasting like uh, bit from Saturday Night Live like 15 years ago, maybe, maybe 10 years ago. And it's like Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and a few others. And they're making fun of mom jeans and they're making fun of moms. But that 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 sketch has been recycled eventually to be like, but these are now in like whatever yeah, they, they were making are. fun of they at the fully time. Are in. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, how does that happen? We don't know. It's all interesting. I like to talk about it. It's no small thing. We're <laughs> curious. So 
No, because now I'm like, well, maybe I should wear some skinny jeans. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. We're about to spin the wheel, but like the color wheel, everybody. But um, if you if you were here in the house, you'd see this amazing electronic computerized wheel that Mason is about to hear the sound. I'm kind of going back through the artist's way and everybody, I recommend that book as a tool for curiosity and creativity, Hundo. but I mean, she's really like setting a, a, a scene for like, if you want to be an artist, first of all, there has to be some intentional rituals in your life that are unlocking your creativity and also surround yourself with beautiful things. Yes. And yes. so it's like, it's yeah. nice to be like, I like this outfit I'm wearing. It makes me feel sort of creative and it inspires mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. And, it, and it, and it re-inspires me. And as we continue to, potentially lean into quarterly uniforms. It's like a little quarterly dose of inspiration. Right. And I think about like looking back at pictures. Mm-hmm. I oh, feel yeah, like that uniform. Oh yeah. I remember when it was that yeah. uniform. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, Oh, I'll know exactly what year, what season yeah. kind of, I'm like, Oh, I'm in, I'm in that bright blue. Yeah. Gosh, that was that, that time. Remember that, yeah. you know, I feel like clues. that. Oh, look at that carrot. go. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I feel like there's something really sweet about that. So, Folks, I, I mean, I almost think this invitation is like to a, join our cult. Like it's part of curiosity, <laughs> less certain, more curious. I feel like this is a, a some for for us. We're finding it to be a way to actually be more curious and engaged with style and fashion and self expression, but in a way that doesn't feel um, like overwhelming. Right, 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 right. All consuming. All consuming. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, Hey, this is a, this is a tool to be curious about style yeah. for you. Cause now I can slowly start to wonder about summer, but with lots of time and space right. and not obsessing about exactly. clothes. And, and it kind of like adds exactly. It's like kind of the, the month leading up to it. It's like, this is fun. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. fun to think about. And I'm like, okay, summer, is it like, is it like a swimsuit that I'm choosing? Yeah. And like, a certain pair of shorts. Like, yeah. I don't know what my sum, what summer looks like yeah. for a uniform. Anyways. Okay, folks, we're, we're going to spin, spin the wheel and Mace wheel. is going to free associate on a color. I, I, I'll try to contribute some thoughts. Listen to that sound. It's a real wheel that's spinning. And what is it? Viva Magenta. Viva Magenta. I don't know what that is. I think it's actually on this. I put um, boom, 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 some of boom, the Pantone boom, boom, colors boom, boom, of the boom, year. Like so Viva. let's look that up. Okay. But I mean, magenta, that's your That's kind coat. of, yeah, synchronicity. It's kind of like my coat. I, I would call like yours more pink coat. than magenta. Oh, look at Pantone that. Pantone color of the wow. year. Pantone Whoa. color of the year. What year was this? I think it's like 2012. Pantone. That's my guess. What's Pantone? It's like a color thing. Viva oh, magenta. Pantone's year? color of the year. That's, that's this year's color of the year. Crazy. Your coat is like right up Whoa. in the zone. That's wild. wild. Synchronicity, okay, folks. Let's, let's see I mean, what this I would is. say my hoodie and my track coat combined make that color. I, you might be right. Everybody, uh, if you're wondering, we don't. We might have a YouTube channel someday where you can actually see us talking and we could hold things up to the camera. But you're gonna have to use your imaginations now and go or Google if you if you're wanting to see. Go look up Pantone Magenta. This is crazy. Can I read some of the stuff? Because there's please. a lot here. Um, wow, you're so on trend. What? Pantone's coming Okay, here. first of all, I want to say, and I promise, please trust me, everybody. <laughs> this was just, I literally Googled Coach's jacket. And maybe I guess Noon Goons knew this was on trend. But I, I, I this just stood out to me. I was like, that's so cool. And they... It should be sold out, in my opinion. I mean, this is also just what Pantone decides, but it's kind of fun. Um, Okay. You're so on trend. Uh, Pantone's color of the year, Viva Magenta, 
Eight, this is its number, 18750, vibrates with vim and vigor. It is a shade rooted in nature descending from the red family and expressive of a new signal of strength. Wow. Viva Magenta is brave and fearless, a pulsating color whose exuberance promotes a joyous and optimistic celebration, writing a new narrative. Wow. Okay, that's what I'm doing this with this This year's color uniform. of the year is powerful and empowering. It is an animated red that revels in pure joy, encouraging experimentation and self-expression Holy without cow. restraint. An electrifying and a boundless shade that is manifesting oh. as a standout <laughs> statement. Oh my gosh. Viva Magenta welcomes anyone and everyone with the same verve for life and rebellion spirit. Holy cow. It is a color that this is, is audacious, full of wit, and <laughs> inclusive of all. What? As a nuanced crimson oh red tone that gosh. presents a balance between warm and cool, Viva Magenta is also a hybrid color, one that comfortably straddles the physical and virtual in our multidimensional world. Who knew this much could be said about a color? But not aggressive, a wow. carmine red that does not boldly dominate, but instead takes a fist in a velvet glove. <laughs> Love approach. Exuding dynamicism. Pantone 181750. <laughs> Viva Magenta is a transformative red tone capable oh. of driving design to create a more positive future. Wow. Now the writer on that this had is a too field much. day. It's almost too much. I'm like, I'm very inspired all of a sudden and like to think that I could carry that description around with me. <laughs> yes. I, I'm feeling I, I would say I'm feeling a, a little ten, a tinge of elation. This I feel like, like elated. getting a tarot reading and you yeah. got the fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I didn't know a color could say that much. But I'm telling you, if it's less certain, more curious. I also, in its free association, I, I, I also often do feel stuck. Like I've gone wine tasting and everybody's like, what do you taste? And I have a hard time. And somebody will say like, I remember one of the most profound moments where I was like in Washington, uh, like near what the tri cities or something, we're going wine tasting and we're tasting this wine at this winery. And, and, and I'm like, they're like, what do you taste? And I'm like, I don't know what to say. But when somebody says plum, I'm like, yeah, I guess I can taste a little plum in there. And mm-hmm. somebody says, black licorice. I'm like, I guess I can taste Yeah, that. when you start to hear descriptor yeah. words, you're like, oh, wait, is that what that is? But I don't feel confident enough to say it. But one time somebody was like, can't you taste like the Washington dust from the ground? And I was like, whoa, now that you said it, I can taste some dust. <laughs> I do taste the dust <laughs> But here. gosh, I mean, I didn't know that like a color could no, say so much. I mean, like, wow. psychologically, and then I'm about to read this, but that this is like not in a negative way, everybody, not in any way. This is like that color combination is like narcissism, but it's like in like <laughs> in a this, negative way. It's in the sense of development. Maybe, maybe it has a little negative. Maybe no, little I'm positive. saying like it's like a peacock. It's like here I am. I'm yeah, exuberant. Yeah. I'm alive. This is me. This is this. I'm I'm making a statement. I like this idea of like inclusive. You know, mm-hmm. it's like an it's inclusive, inclusive color. Of all. It's <laughs> that. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Viva Magenta Color Psychology. Here we go. Jeez, jeez. Reds are power colors that celebrate life. As a red, as a bright crimson red, Viva, which I will just want to note, my hair was red right before blue. Okay. So I was also You were also on, on trend. trend. <laughs> um, Viva Magenta balances boldness with a feeling of fun. This dynamic mix exudes rebellion, but not at the expense of softness. Ooh. I would say that's true. Ooh, I think that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what's happening with yeah. this uniform. It embodies an expression of fierce grace, inspiring us to show Dang. up with confidence and humanity. Dang. Um, okay. 
I, I can't believe you're reading more. I can't believe there's more being said. How to wear Viva Magenta. Holy cow. We Feeling got powerful. Way more out of this today. Than wear I the color of the year as a full on statement. Holy. Need to wake up a quieter outfit. Viva Magenta works radiantly as an accessory. Pair I don't it with even pale grays, blues, or pastels. Want to jump on the monochromatic trend? Try it with other pinks and command the room. Because Jeez. Viva Magenta is a red that strikes the balance between warm and cool, it's not too harsh for the body. Instead, it brings a fun, celebratory element. In the beauty industry, Pantone sees the color of the year worn in hair, especially on tips. Oh, a bold dang. look that you can transform that. hair into an accessory. Oh, dang. Viva Magenta also shines on lips, cheeks, and nails. Okay. This versatile shade is universally flattering across ages, genders, and skin tones. Jeez, what happened? What did the universe do to us this Welcome morning? to the magenta universe. Whoa. Wow. I, I also didn't even know that there was such a thing as a color of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it last year? Uh, last year it was Perry something. It's like a periwinkle. Periwinkle. I'll show you. Sheesh. Also, this, this last color of the year is like one of my favorite colors of all time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I think the thing I feel about color, like I think we talked about this last week, but when somebody says, what's your favorite color? I'm like, it just depends on the day and the mood. Totally. And the I mean, totally. I skew green because it's always been my go-to color because my eyes are green. So my mom was always very much like, here, this makes your eyes stand out or something. And then sort of yeah. like the color of life. And this was the color last thing. year. Very Perry. Very Perry was the name. Mm-hmm. Huh. A courageous Ooh. presence encourage personal inventiveness and creativity. Dang. This is kind of a, I would say like um, a majestic blue that I imagine has like um, creative, intuitive, calm spirits. Well, in terms of synchronicity, I am uh, just thrilled about this. Thrilled. That, that I know happened. this is technically my segment, but, yeah. or I mean, I guess it's not. <laughs> I feel like that was a Freudian slip. It was because uh, I actually, somehow your color has I overshadowed actually, my segment. I actually don't want it to be mine. I want us to share it. So that's an interesting thing. Because yeah. last week I was like, I need you to also have thoughts. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, this is exciting. I feel like that is a huge synchronicity moment. Do so, you want to have final thoughts before you move to famous people? Well, it's, a, you know, I will say this. Yeah. I, it's kind of fun. So I would say this blue and pink is a fun combination. Mm -hmm. And I think there is also synchronicity of literally blues clues and blues magenta yeah, is yeah. the dog it's like this blues best pal is oh i magenta. didn't know that literally yeah. magenta it's literally magenta jeez it's this is spooky and her friend magenta i think this is what happens in psychoanalysis if you it start pre-associating and yeah. you start connecting dots in your dreams to what's happening in real life there have been times with I'll my therapist where i've been like what's happening how is this happening and i'll say how are you doing this and he'll be like you're you're the one doing it i'm like what <laughs> No, it's blue. That's spooky. And her her bestie magenta. That is amazing. And this literally our colors. Yeah. And that was not intentional. No. That is really weird to me. Welcome to the magenta universe. We'll have to be making some Instagram content about this. Yeah. Once we start getting back on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Who was born this day? 
Get ready. It's, I, I would say yes. It's, yes. It's not that it's exciting, yes. but I mean, it depends. It's all subjective, everybody. It is all subjective. When you see like the top number one famous person, I don't even know this person. It's, let me just fly through some of these because some people lower on the famous scale are you think people, you and I would both know. Okay. Randy Orton, who's a professional wrestler, born in 1980. I don't know. Here, here's a picture of him. You don't need to look. Oh yeah. You know this uh, guy? What's this professor? What's his wrestler? Professional wrestler and the youngest world champion in WWE history. Randy Orton is American professional wrestler, widely regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers yeah. ever. Yeah, I've seen him before. What does he have a wrestler? Only behind Ric Flair and John Cena? I don't, I don't he doesn't have a name. I, I think really it's just Randy Orton. That. Yeah. Um I I mean he's familiar to me. I guess that makes sense yeah. that he would be that famous then. So if you guys know that person, you're like, Scott's out of it. He doesn't know who Randy, Randy is. Orton. Debbie Reynolds is number two. Debbie she's Reynolds? She's an actress. Yeah. She was in she's Singing dating, in the Rain. She's, uh, wait, is this the Debbie Ryan? She's old. Oh, I'm thinking of a different yeah. person. Um, who are you thinking of? I think of Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan. I don't know who that is either. Is that her name? Just That's shows. the person who, I mean. Uh, um, number three is Otto von Bismarck. I don't know and who he's that is. he's Otto von Bismarck was a German statesman. Yeah, that's Bismarck Aaron. is credited with masterminding the unification of Germany and served as its first chancellor. Hmm. He is also credited with creating the first modern welfare state in the world. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to fly through these and I'm going to pause on ones that I think you and I might have a little to say about. Asa Butterfield, who's known for his role in the film The Boy with the Striped Pajamas. Okay. Ali McGraw, who's an activist. Annetta O'Toole, who's an actress. Now here's one. And see who, if you know this person, Susan Boyle, do you know her? Susan Boyle. Yeah. She was like, she was that person who sang on uh, Britain's Got Talent. Yes. Yeah. You don't need to look it up. I'm looking it up. I'll show you. (laughs) Two people looking it up. Do you remember her? Like she she had a moment. She was like an older person who was like, yeah, definitely had a moment. Yeah. She, it says Susan Boyle shot to fame with her rendition of I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis in an audition for Britain's Got Talent. And I just remember at the time. She really had like her fifteen minutes of fame. Well, and I think that she was at the time when like those shows were more, yeah, like I don't know, like, more new in the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's some athletes, but look at number ten. Not that we have a lot to say about this person, but Abraham Maslow, creator of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Do you know? Oh, that? interesting. I didn't yeah. know his first name was that. Uh, Brooklyn, New York, United States died in 1970. So he was old. Uh, Abraham Maslow was an American psychologist best remembered for creating an idea in psychology called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow, who also advocated self-actualization is also credited with co-founding the school of transpersonal psychology. Yeah. I like honestly probably have a day with destiny of doing a little more thought process around that. Yeah. You know, Maslow's that, hierarchy could be a of whole, that could be a whole topic. That's sort of like, um, uh, Rorschach test. Like I think Maslow's hierarchy of needs and Rorschach tests. It was like something. trendy psychological things. Yeah, something that's just in our collective conscious. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rachmaninoff is number 11, who's a famous composer. Um, I know like some of his pieces. There's a there's a, a movie, I think, called Shine with Jeffrey Rush, where like he is obsessed with playing this Rachmaninoff piece. We should maybe watch someday. It's really interesting. Taryn Killam, who used to be on SNL. Uh, then there's some other people. I don't even know these people, blah, blah, blah. But there was one more I wanted to get to. And actually, uh, yeah, I don't even know. There's not that. Not very There was one that I was really excited about who's, uh, I never know how to say this person's name, but it's Jill Scott Heron or Gil Scott Heron. I think it's Jill Scott Heron, who was a poet and singer songwriter. And 
his stuff from my experience gets used in a lot of hip hop stuff because mm. it was like, uh, I'll just read his little bio. Oh, there's not even a bio. Oh. Chicago, Illinois, United States died 2011, but it's a really cool. Is there a picture? Yeah. He's a really cool poet that, um, I don't know if I played you some of his stuff, you'd really like And they, it. they he had sampled a lot. Yeah. That's I mean, cool. famously he has a big long, um, poem at the end of my beautiful dark twist of fantasy. It's like the culmination. And he keeps saying over and over again, who will survive in America? Who will survive? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I mean, for people that really know and love Jill Scott Heron, I'm sure like, Oh, it's more than just Kanye Scott. But I'm like, his whole poem gets recited to culminate the whole album. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Kanye, everybody. I'm not advocating for Kanye. (laughs) Uh, But that's it. I mean, there's no big thing. I feel like that can, invite a ton of conversation today on any of these things. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. And then we have a new segment. Yeah. That we're going to do, which is uh, It's kind of a fun roll of the dice because some days I'm sure we'll pull it up and it'll be like, whoa, Whoa, we have so much to say about that Exactly. And that's why we pull up this color and it's like, whoa. I I will just say Debbie Reynolds, my free association very quickly is I loved um, Singing in the Rain growing up. And I've never seen it. I... It was the first DVD I bought. Wow. Uh, I bought myself a DVD player my junior of high- college. Okay. And nobody he really had DVD players at the time. It sounds yeah. so funny. Yeah. And uh, unless you had sort of a DVD player in your computer. And then I was like, okay, well, I have this DVD player. What are the movies I'm going to buy? Yeah. And Singing in the Rain was the first one. And she's Aww. a big part of Singing in the Rain. Aww. So That's sweet. And she had a famous daughter, but I forget who it is. So I don't really, it, it really is neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Everybody, you're probably listening. You go, we know who Debbie Reynolds' famous daughter is, but Maybe I don't. I forget. Um, okay. Our next segment is new music. This will be out. the culminating be part the culminating of this episode. Part. Who, who wants to start? I, I think I just talked the most about singing in the rain. So okay. you might as well get it going. Uh, so we have really were lucky. We really, we really have been lucky in the past few days. I haven't been able to listen to all of the new things that have come out. Honestly, this last Friday. So we're recording on April fools, April fools day. Hello. I don't know when this will come out. So it's new music ah, in the past month ish, I guess ah. probably, um, this last Friday, uh, what came out was Boy Genius, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Tower of the Creators, like essentially like extra. Yes, he's calling and it I his estate, had... and I haven't had the chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, so it, we'll the estate have to. It's estate sale. It's essentially like songs that didn't make his last yeah, album. That's a fun title, but they're Tower of the Creator really good songs. Mm-hmm. So that's what came out alongside Boy Genius, a full album, in the same day came out i would say this is probably just as exciting is a Kristen stewart directed essentially like 20 minute long gosh video that is three music videos combined yeah that ends in literally so on trend ends in literally so boy genius is lucy Bridgers, julia <laughs> julian baker painting a room blue in the making out wow so i'm like i don't know it's who's just making three, out? all three of them the all three making all three up? That's yeah. hilarious. I texted you that the other night. It literally ends room being painted blue. They're all painting a room blue and they start making up. Amazing. It's truly a dream music yeah. video directed by Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Um, and then also let's think, uh, 100 Gex came out with a new album. Oh that's yeah, good. that's been good. Um, oh, okay. And then this other artist that I'm like really into, we both kind of discovered at the same time and they have a brand new album that I would say it came out a couple weeks ago, but 
highly recommend is Eve's Two More. Yeah. And their album, Praise the Lord Who Choose But Which Does Not Consumes, or Simply Hot Between Worlds is their newest album. <laughs> and it's, it's got like Fiona Apple vibes with like, I mean. That's like a poem as long their title. title. Yeah. Uh, and I would say if you were a fan of, uh, if if you came along with us for our Moses Sumney journey and you enjoyed Moses, I would say Eve's Two yeah. More is like, uh, adjacent and then I don't know how else I would Moses describe adjacent. them. I don't know. They have like a really uh, fun also pop vibe to them. Um, yeah. pop, let's see pop, what similar rock, artists grunge, show up. Electronic, on. all the all the things. Fans also like Earth Eater. Okay. Ugh, I also you like Earth, Earth Eater. Eater. Uh, Sega Bodega. Uh, let's see. So if you like these kind of suit on archives, oh yeah, AG oh, Cook. Yep. It's just like they're really all the things. All the things. Um, so suit on archives was literally the person I was thinking about the other day when I was trying to be like, who came out with that album that I really oh, like? Oh yeah, 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 that. Yeah. Um, the one with the like, the cover art on this is really cool. But I'm thinking of the suit on archives. You're mm-hmm. thinking the one with, it's like got that black statue on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Well, I will say, let me just say this. You're, you're mildly disappointed. Yeah, I'll say on this. On your first listen. On my first, Maybe I've only we'll listened to the Boy Genius album one time. And I think that they really are like, I don't know. Um, there's, they have probably, they have such good, they have set styles. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I don't know if I want new stuff from them or if I want it to be just consistently what I love from yeah. them. Uh, I listened to it the first round through. I think what's disappointing is that I would say all their singles are the best songs on it, which makes sense. But it's like, oh, there is. I haven't listened. Any... Are you saying it's is it too slow? Is it not They're interesting just like, enough? I just would say I listened and there wasn't any song that I was like, oh, I'm having a big emotional experience yeah. with this. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it might come up again, but then I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to their first EP and I'm like, this is, this is better. I feel like their first EP has like, um, some songs that are just like irreplaceable. Uh, so I think that was a tough act to follow, honestly, but I'll give it another listen. It's interesting because I keep seeing this referred to as their first real album. Like the first one was like an EP. It was an EP. Exactly. So this is kind of their first whole real album. So I will give it a few more listens, obviously. Um, I did after listening to it, listen to Boy Genius and then listen to Stray Julian Baker's first album, which was a mood. And I love that one. That one does get you in a... I mean, I'd sing this in playfully, like in the sunken place, like just in your feelings. It does. Or it also like is the reverse. Like huh. it also can sometimes I can be like in a great mood, but like it's a good cathartic sing along. It's also very cathartic. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, okay. Now we got Scott's got an album that he's stoked to be talking about that came out two weeks ago. Yeah. Week ago? Uh, yeah maybe about a week uh, and a half ago, something like that. But I would say. I, okay, so I haven't been this excited about an album since Kendrick's album that came out about this time last year. Yep. And I would say I don't get ex- this excited about an album that often. Like, it's it's usually about every year and a half to two years that I get this excited about an album. And I, it's really hard to describe. Okay, so what I'm talking about, everybody, is Scaring the Hose by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. And it's, an, it's another synchronicity thing. It's, it's like... Danny Brown is somebody that I've I've probably liked for about 10 years now. And uh, he's a really quirky, fun, talented, artsy rapper. I mean, it's really hard to describe both these guys because both of them have such a commitment and appreciation for like the roots of hip hop. Mm-hmm. But they're also innovators and on the cutting edge, but they're also a little old. Yeah. So yeah. it's a really strange thing because 
in terms of my appreciation for hip hop, I, I feel like I would put myself in their friend group. Like I'd be right, like, like the them. way the things that they're sampling and how they're doing it. It's kind of got an old school appreciation, but with, with like a, a like we're a part of it now and creating yeah. something creative with that. And I'll talk about the album in a sec, but just on that note, like there was, there was this new rapper out recently that I read about in an article somewhere named red veil. And I listened and just with my, my ears and my taste. And I'm not saying I have great taste. I have a, I have a preference or something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is the, this is what I would, I love for the future of hip hop to be, which is fresh and new and young and still like, I guess committed to good lyrics mm-hmm. and um, committed to a certain type of flow that I would say is reminiscent of like Nas, which for so many people is the reference point for like what a good rapper would be, you know? Um, and so it's so funny that they only have one feature on this entire album and it's Red Veil. And I'm like, dang, that's so cool. Cause I, I, I was talking to them about hip hop, like Danny Brown, JPEG Mafia, I'd be like, we would both agree. Like, here's one example. If you want to get really deep into like what's going on right now is like, there's this, there's this rapper that came out recently that the teens really liked, including my daughter named Corday. And I'm really medium on Corday. And people would be like, oh, well, he's kind of like Nas type flow. And it's cool that a younger person in the younger generation who's probably like 20 is is really like leaning into good lyrics. Mm-hmm. But I don't like Corday. Mm-hmm. I don't think his lyrics are that good. He's not saying anything interesting. And I just don't really like his raps. And I don't really like his songs. But Red Veil, I was like every... It's almost like as much as I love Earl Sweatshirt, I would take... I would put Red Veil just a scotch above. Wow, 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 wow. What's uh, kind of the content of his stuff? Oh, I, I mean content. It's just like kind of classic it's hip hop. Bragging rapper. about your flow and your style and you're talking about your life and stuff like that. And um, But I just think doing it in a way that's appealing to my ears aesthetically. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that's been interesting of like going on this journey of like uh, the hip hop world and the rap world and... Uh, I don't know. There is a, there is a magenta energy mm-hmm. in the, well, in I can the see that for sure. Hip hop world. Yeah. There's like a, and also like a narcissism, like here I am. This is the self I'm emerging yeah. as a self. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm having, I'm having my own day with destiny of like working with the complexity of like misogyny in the right. rap world. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm like leaning more into like, more complexity with yeah. it, which is nice because I also enjoy it. But okay, so this new album's out. What's I mean, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I mean, Danny Brown and JPEG would be considered like I mean, if you looked them up now, I saw JPEG Mafia post this in his stories the other day that they're they the picture of them are now the cover of what Spotify would call alternative hip hop. Mm. So if you search that, it's him and Danny as the cover. Yeah, but. Yeah, call it alternative hip hop, experimental hip hop. I think Danny was more of a purist, and I think Danny's like eight to ten years older than JPEG Mafia. So even that is interesting, right? Like JPEG Mafia is considered old, and I think he's like thirty-two. I and know. I mean, that's Danny an Brown's interesting like thing. It's not very old. Yeah, <laughs> and they're both really silly, really fun and quirky, but also a lot of like intense braggadocio. It's kind of witty, witty too. Yeah, you know? but also the like beats. really. I mean, people have also called JPEG Mafia's producing style to similar to hundred Gex. Yeah. It's like very, uh, chaotic, very chaotic. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, for my taste, they have sort of the perfect combination of like not taking themselves too seriously, like almost 
compared to like a flip flop of Kendrick last year, as much as I loved that, Mm -hmm. it was on the serious scale, a 10. Yes. It's so serious. No, it's like you really have, like you really have to get into it. And this, this is like playful and it switches up and you're like, what they're Mm -hmm. sampling that with that. And it doesn't go, but it does at the same time. They do a lot of dissonant stuff. Mm -hmm. I would say that's probably JPEG mafia's Mm -hmm. beats. There's like a dissonance at times. That's like, grows on you and it's like this is it's a good dissonance and it's fun that they both reference especially jpeg like they reference anime and pokemon and yes disney and nintendo and and all just sorts of fun interesting quirky fringy insidery stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know yeah 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 yeah. so i think it's just super creative i mean they're also like a pairing that I would have loved, I guess, I guess I could say mid quarantine run the jewels came out with their, their run the jewels four. And that was another yeah, one. I was that, was always, that was a really good one. And that, that was a, that, that cover was the pink. Yeah. Right. Was exactly. That, That's that magenta. magenta. And so there are also two people that you kind of want to see win. I think they're underdogs. Yeah. And so if this is just the beginning of sort of a Danny and JPEG run, it's like, it, it also makes me get excited about having a distraction from Kanye because it's like, I want some, I want some edgy, artsy, big personality to come in and fill the the void. Um, cause I would say for my personal taste, like Kendrick's gotten a little too chill and serious, you know, and I think he's kind of phasing out of even creating anymore. It took him five years to make that last album. Mm-hmm. And then other hip hop artists, I don't even know who I would be thinking of like Drake, like to compare it to this, here's my final thoughts on this. Just juxtapose it with this. We're all, we're hip hop fans are all out here waiting for like something to really sink our teeth into and listen to. And I'm not saying there wasn't things that happened in the past year or so, but 21 Savage and Drake came out with an album and everybody's looking forward to that. And you listen to it and it's bland. You can right. vibe out to it in the background, but I want to be provoked. Yeah. I want, I want something to shake me by the yeah, scruff and of my and neck. JPEG Mafia and Danny yeah. Brown have delivered. Yeah. I feel like we should end this episode with a song. Uh, well, if you, I were to the choose one with that little perfect, is that the one with the, the jazz sample? You, the horn oh, sample? you want that? Yeah, I forget well, the name of that one. But uh, we could I think do it's um, orange juice smoothie, I think, or something like that. We we could decide. Perfect, so my the pump up one, the with pump the big up horns. one. If we want to, we could do that. Okay, we'll choose to leave you with a sample of of scaring the hose, everybody. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for joining us. Hope you, hopefully you're enjoying the new format. Um, let us know what you think. Hey, everybody, um, write us a rating and review. We're back. <gasps> yes, please write us a rating Get and review. We'd love that. Um, engage with us on our Instagram. We don't know when this episode is going to be released, but we are back. We're going to be coming back. When it- this gets released, this is, this is, this is, I think this is the final end of our episodes we're recording before we start releasing. We start releasing. So and so forward. we're out here. It's kind of like no small thing. 2.0 relaunching. Ooh. We're going to kind of start fresh. Maybe get new color. Magenta too. vibes. Magenta vibes <laughs> and blue. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, see you next week. Okay, okay, I see what you're doing.
came up with a low and slow step up, it's eyes and blow and make me hey, 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 I know who he is, and I'm looking like, who are you? It's Peggy and Penny, everybody know what's in the Cobra Club, yeah. Got a game on the cry, yeah. Any niggas outside? Kind of fun, like we spend balance, we don't expect that. And you know I got it. 